Wake the Dead with Sean McCann. Welcome to Wake the Dead. Today we have a very special guest, a friend of the show, Jamie. She's here to discuss satanic ritual abuse. Um, I spoke with her privately and we were discussing the passing of uh, Russ Dizdar, who everyone should know about him by now. Uh, if not, then check out shatterthedarkness.net. I think that's his main site. And um, he's fighting in the trenches against the dark force of evil. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the satanic ritual abuse, uh, he's been fighting their programmed slaves to free the victims of this cult. And uh, well, first, welcome, Jamie. Welcome. Hi, thanks. <laughs> very glad to have you here. And you know very much about this topic and um, your, your extensive knowledge uh, made me think that, that you, would, you would be a perfect guest to have to uh, discuss this, what has happened with Russ and what Russ's mission is. And everyone should know what, what Russ's fight was and should help pick up the torch if they can to keep fighting because we've lost a true warrior uh, this last Saturday, Russ Dizdar. And uh, so, uh, I guess satanic ritual abuse, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna start, just try to like help people understand what it is like from the, from the start. Satanic ritual abuse is the practice of abusing a victim till their, till their psyche is shattered and then their mind is programmable to be a slave uh, to the perpetrator of this abuse. And it's a generational thing where uh, children of victims are taken into the cult. Uh, their, their traits are sought after and they're, they're chosen for their ability to disassociate. Um, so it's these these evil people are looking for the best victims to continually abuse over and over again that will never escape. Uh, they, they get uh, pleasure from this abusing others. They, um, and this systematic abuse 
is like it feeds more than just their insane impulse. It also feeds demonic forces which are guiding their hand. Um, um, what do you think about that? Do you, is there more that I missed that you should like to? Um, I, yeah, I think that's a pretty good explanation. Um, the only thing I would kind of differentiate is like um, between like um, like actual CIA programmed like high level program people and cult program people. So um, like cult program people may have more of a straight SRA element if it's like a satanic cult just using old school programming methods like right. on their own, which is kind of even before what the CIA was doing. But yes. Um, and then the people that are like um, programmed kind of professionally um, by the top top programmers um, right. in the programs. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have the component of SRA in their programming, but that's in addition to all the other programming. So that would be kind right. of the only <clears throat> differentiation I would make between yeah, that. Yeah, we can, maybe we could get to that, like, um, because this is an ancient practice since <laughs> the since the beginning of ritual sacrifice of children, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. There, uh, these, they, there would be orgies and the babies that would come from these ritual orgies would be uh, murdered and sacrificed for their deity. And that in a sense was, that was their form of abortion and population control, and in a sense, eugenics ever since the beginning of Babylon and um, the you know the Moloch sacrifice is a, a burnt offering where they'll burn the child um, and like blood is used it's it's pretty bad but so like the the ancient it's 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 an ancient uh, practice which has been refined over millennium to like where people have noticed what happens to a human mind that's undergoing trauma. So like they feed one child to Moloch and then they see the other child as it screams in terror. And then they manipulate that child and see what it does. And this is like, this has been going on for ages. And then the Nazis came along and the Nazis were uh, one unlimited test subjects. Yes, exactly. To refine the method. Right. Yeah. And they, they sought power in the occult. That's yeah. like, that's where they wanted their power. And <laughs> that is obviously, uh, this is, this is the most of the occult powers is to create a slave. I mean, a total slave. And so these slaves can be built for pleasure or for war or to be, you know, uh, a um, midwife or a, a calculator. <laughs> you know, they, they can be built for anything. And um, now with this 
scientific method that was devised by Mengele and these other um, specific Nazi doctors, they, they took this ancient practice of torture and they dissected it to understand it fully, to fully amp up the power. And I mean, now they can, they can program a child to have, you know, a perfect memory, never get tired, you know, endure any pain. Like they can program these abilities into these children. And then the children are enhanced humans, which are total slaves. And they're immeasurably valuable. Like it's basically, if you wanna control people, you control their minds, right? And this is the total mind control, the total mind control. And they started from scratch of the baby and these poor babies had no experience of normal life or love. They're just a, a robot built and you know they need to be freed that's what that's what russ was doing he was helping free these people that's what right. fritz fritz springmeyer did that uh, real heroes and, right and um like the so basically like a perfectly programmed slave just becomes an extension of the programmer's will so they're like a vessel right. for the will of the programmer um and something to keep in mind is that um will and a sense of identity are closely correlated right yes. so and like we just know this from normal psychology or whatever that you know it's think feel act or being congruent or like having a self-state in order to have a will and so right. when they take these children and program them um even i mean they're actually programmed before they're even born like right. um even a yes. generation back like um I don't know if you know this, but like basically a little girl that's an embryo already right. has her eggs by the time she's a four month old fetus. So like I was yes. like actually an egg in my grandma when she was four months pregnant with my mother. Like I right. was already there as right. an egg. Right. So like these people that are programmed generationally are basically like programmed even as an right. egg before it's they're even fertilized. Genetic, right? Yes. yes. And yeah. like science has found that if a grandmother is living in a famine situation, her granddaughter will grow up more obese because she's saving all of those um, calories or whatever you call them, like uh, because of the imprint on her genetics from the grandparent. So that's apparent, like we know this is true. And this is just uh, was hijacked by these magicians, you know, this epigenetic programming. Yes, and the thing about epigenetics too is, um, I always think of the, I think it's called kindling. So like once somebody's, something's already primed to happen again. So like, right. if, if my mother had dissociation, yes. um, I'm already primed to react in that exact way, even if I've had no trauma. So. Right. Um, that's why, well, that's one of the reasons they're so obsessed with keeping it in the bloodlines is because, um, yes. that every single time, another generation, like it's not even going to take that much for the child right. to dissociate right. if it comes from a generation of 
like maybe the torture exactly. had to be more for each person before them but um somebody that's, that's born like sixth generation i mean you could they're already like you blow on them they're going to dissociate because they're right. already primed for it kindled so yes and very easy and like what they're doing to us with 9-11 and all the other terrorism and all this trauma every day like that is priming us for the later you know what i mean what they're gonna they're gonna give us like they primed us with the, with the terrorism and now they're they're giving us tyranny you know what i mean it's um so they these i mean they're master um psychologists and they're using this and they have i mean a lot of them so the victims are generational but the perpetrators are generational too a lot of the perpetrators were abused until they were seven years old and then used and then appointed their position you know um so it's tough do we have compassion for these people it's a it's a tough line because uh, yeah I mean, I mean, their actions are evil but do they choose them yeah. yeah i mean i've thought about that a lot because um like a lot of the uh the books that i've read like people who've actually um been able to overcome their programming and and write about it um they really weren't um they weren't able to make these people evil no matter how much they tortured or brutalized right. them they, they they really couldn't break the spirit of these people right so that, that has to say something right there about like people kind of being born with the disposition or not and like one of the first that, things that they do with little babies is see if they'd rather hurt or be hurt and that's one of the like first primal differentiating factors of which which school you're going to go to to get programmed like it's that's kind of one of the main like even uh, as little babies it's like would this baby rather hurt or be hurt like that's they can identify that so rather, yeah as a because some people would right like if you give there's them no the choice third that, option <laughs> well no there's not yeah when they're right. figuring that out yeah so some people really would rather be hurt than hurt and like it's really hard to beat that out of people like even right. i mean they they will under extreme conditions hurt another person but they'll never become a person who like likes it or wants to be that right. person like whereas other people will takes, become that person and they have to use compassion to make the person kill uh, yeah Kub kubrick does this in a full metal jacket in the end like joker is a joker the whole time you know and he's not a killer but at the end he's finally a killer. mercy kill right because yeah. it's compassion and that's what i mean that's what that movie's all about it's like how to you know how to keep your your humanity and not be a killer but then that was the one killing that needed to happen in that whole movie you know what i mean it's really great movie but yeah they they program us to to be killers you know and the mickey mouse club and all the cartoons and all this shit is like programming us to be uh little satanic you know careless evil people um, yeah yeah so anyway uh let's i just wanted to um I just wanted to say like what the the uh, state of Illinois has passed a bill in 93 that defines satanic ritual abuse 
as follows. Uh, if the perpetrator commits any of these acts on or on a child or in the presence of children, uh, a person commits ritual abuse when he actually or in simulation tortures, mutilates, or sacrifices any warm-blooded animal or human being, forces ingestion, injection, or other application of any narcotic drug hallucinogen or anesthetic for the purpose of dulling sensitivity, cognition, recollection of, or resistance to any criminal activity. Number three, forces ingestion or external application of human or animal urine, feces, flesh, blood, bones, body secretions, non-prescribed drugs, or chemical compounds. Number four, involves the child in a mock, unauthorized, or unlawful marriage ceremony with another person or representation of any force or deity followed by sexual contact with the child. Number five, places a living child into a coffin or open grave containing a human corpse or remains. Number six, threatens death or serious harm to a child his or her parents, family, pets, or friends, which instills a well-founded fear in the child that the threat will be carried out. And number seven, unlawfully dissects, mutilates, or incinerates a human corpse. Uh, these, this serves to convict people without having to prove Satanism per se, if they do any of these acts. It's it fits as far as satanic ritual abuse. You don't have to prove that they are in this religious cult if they do these right, acts. Right, because it's protected to be a uh, Satanist is not illegal. It's actually a constitutional right. right so yeah, they can't actually charge somebody just with being in a cult. So that, right. that law is really helpful like to make that in action-based instead of belief-based. Right, and other states took that and have written their own laws very similar and that's the kind of abuse that we're talking about and when a little child is subjected to those traumas um, they can't take it and their little mind fractures um, an adult person going through that will simply have post-traumatic stress and they'll still retain their identity but right. a, a child doesn't have an identity yet. It's still subconscious forming right. an identity. So in that formation, they're inculcating all of this evil shit into them while they're forming the, the human that they're gonna that it's gonna be, you know. Um, can we talk about the system of how like I guess we started with like how do you choose if they want to be hurt or don't or, or want to be or want to do Would the rather hurting. hurt or be hurt like if they had to choose right where so that that shows where this person is going to be valuable for them in the cult right so the cult chooses when the baby's born the cult will in, investigate the child and then decide what to do with it 
right because there is there is natural and I know you have kids so like it, it's weird how they have a, just a natural disposition like that's not programmed like when they're born yeah, totally they, they definitely are born with a disposition that's right like where, wherever one of people believe that comes from but yeah. it's definitely not it, it's just there right so they want to identify that um and when I try to explain what ritual abuse is to people like I, sometimes I just call it strategic abuse because it's hmm. it's very calculated for a purpose like nothing is random like even though there are, are cults of just perverts who want to have rituals because it's it's part of a sexual fetish or pedophilia is a fetish for them but like when you talk about actually programming it's it's very strategic like every right. abuse is done at a, at a very specific age based on the developmental um area that that child's in at that specific age the like the ritual done specifically to have a specific outcome for that age and it's done in a whole progression of timed out um right. trauma so rituals it's, it's, that have happened yeah okay yeah and it, it all it all connects like in a program right so it's and it's to have a desired outcome so it's like i just call it strategic abuse sometimes is, is, that, is another way to think of it than ritual mm -hmm. abuse because it, it doesn't um like the ritual is part of it but it's it's really based on psychology a, a lot of it and developmental stages so they're going to do specific things at every specific age to basically invert like the way that a human's naturally built um right. they're going to do some each one of those to invert it to the opposite at each, right. each age. because they're yeah. satanists and they hate everything <laughs> they, they want the mirror it's 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 right it's unbelievable i mean how do you understand a Satanist? Look at a mirror, like not like yourself, but I mean, the way that a mirror works and what they do, they take the natural and they turn it around to the exact opposite. That's what they're right. doing. So yes. they take a perfect little child and they abuse it because they hate the power of creation. That it's close, right. that baby is the closest point to that power of creation and they want to abuse creation. <laughs> yes yeah and and parasite it and vampire it like yeah. on, on in the 3d and on an energetic level as well like it's the, the life force of that child that's being inverted and redirected um, so if you look at uh kurth barker like he was raised as like he's a he's a male but in the cult he was female and they would dress him up as a female and they had him do a right. marriage and they, you know, they gave him a, a female name. Um, and I think that might, that might uh, explain what the hell's wrong with Obama and like a bunch of other shit that, you know, like these people were, yeah. they were built with the opposite. So they, they're trying to figure out life, you know, like, You'll hear Obama misstep and say, my Michael, and we know, oh, my Michelle, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, you, I mean, you can tell it's hard for him to like remember that, oh, normal people don't think like that. You know what I mean? So um, it's like the way that they are, they're, they're, they're programmed to hate nature. They're created to live in the mirror and be happy there. <laughs> Yeah, and it's kind of um like um love and beauty and innocence is kind of a trigger for them of what they don't have. So like 
yeah like if me or you were on the beach and there was like a little boy like making a sandcastle like that would like warm our heart right right but like somebody who is inverted when they see that it makes them feel rage and disgust because they're like like how how dare that little child even be allowed to be innocent because i never was and like like right. it just triggers their own pain mm. so they so same with them like i call it pedosadism not pedophilia because there's people that like like it's they want to hurt it's the it's the right. it's the pedistic hurting that's what that they get of off is. on it's not the, yeah because it's kind of like an externalized empathy because they have no empathy for themselves so like like it's like they're it's like they're hurting their own inner child they're externalizing that and then like when that child just um displays the pain they kind of feel like they've been mirrored right. um, it's kind of sick but it gives them so like a feeling of like like that they've had empathy on themselves it's hard to wow. explain but um, and, and so that's why like, it doesn't make sense perpetuates to us. itself it like perpetuates itself into more yeah it's a virus right like it's yeah. a virus um uh, yeah i always think of pedophilia as like a virus right because it's so hard to understand how it replicates itself right. and yeah, like yeah. a lot of it um and I, I don't know i've thought about this a lot and i don't have all the answers but i've definitely tried to like wrap my head around it a million different ways because it's like sure like i just couldn't wrap my head around it like, like just yeah. trying to really understand like it's so hard because you're understand. a child of god you, you're not built in this you're not built in the fashion of the mirror like them you're not a satanist you can't think like that <laughs> but go ahead yeah please. and they can't really understand like it's the same with them to us like they really can't understand how we'd be so naive and like right. and 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 do these like irrational things like you know right. sacrifice it all for love or these concepts right. that like Compassion. us empathic people will do that are really right. meaningful that we'd, we'd way rather do that than like hurt a baby but like right. to them it's the opposite where they're like how can you be so weak how can you be so gullible how can you like right like they can't imagine right. that we'd be so like altruistic like to them they can't even like fathom that right. like it's not even like a concept we weren't, they can... we weren't tortured as a baby <laughs> you know what i mean right. like it's fucked like excuse my language but whatever i mean we're gonna say some words so like <laughs> yeah this like the the way that it's uh the way that it, like the people have been victimized and they victimize others to soothe their own pain that happened and then that is creating more victims and then so the satanists saw this was already happening anyway and they were like oh well this is an effective tool so these pedophiles really know how to keep a secret <laughs> let's use them you know and then you know pull them into the fold i mean look at government look at dennis hastert you know i mean shit the, all government is built on pedophilia and blackmail you know yeah it's not about it's not about it's not a sex thing it's it's a sexualized version of a power and control method or, and it's yes. pedophilia is really about power and control and abuse right. is about power and control and the fact that it's sexualized is like an adjunct to it it's not it's not like it's the sex thing that's right. about power and control it's a power and control thing that has a sexual element to it which is right. very effective and the sexual element is programmed into the victims because as like as they're tortured they're also stimulated at the same time they're given like right. pain and pleasure so that it wires them differently. Their, right. their synapses 
right there's a contradiction in there and like i think something else that's kind of important to understand is what's called um, a reaction formation so it's a, that's a psychological term that basically means your mind will pretend it likes what it has so like right. that could be somebody who was beat all the time and then they're like oh i love it like i'm a ufc fighter now like like their mind has to like what they're already having because it's a coping mechanism like a so like this could syndrome. be uh kind of but it's, it's almost like more of a defense mechanism where you mm. pretend it's what you chose and that you wanted because it's better oh, right. than feeling completely powerless so like right, right. somebody might be like sexually abused and then become very promiscuous and be like oh i love getting gangbanged like that's my thing like i love it right like you and Jeez. so it's a psychological defense mechanism that way where they're like controlling they, they control yes the it's a control way to like they kind of take ownership and so that kind of i think happens with the pedophilia as well so somebody's like um abused like maybe a same-sex abuse pedophilia like a man to a little boy or whatever and then like that can turn into somebody like like um has to get to a place in their mind in order to cope that they have to believe they liked it or wanted it or that it wasn't that bad and then it's not that bad if they do it to someone else right like it it's that happens in the mind like and you see that even with people they're like oh i got the strap when i was a kid like it helped me out you know like you see that same thinking yeah yeah it's a defense they're, mechanism they're like oh i was you know when when my dad you know whipped me with a belt at 15 years old at the kitchen table that made me a better man you know? yeah they have to <laughs> like, believe what like, the fuck actually it's the same not to go too far off topic but like about the circumcision because when i watched your right. show on that and then i actually started like kind of just talking to all the guys in my life about it like i was just kind of right. like hey so what do you think yeah. you know kind of like just and you the part for me that was amazing was the defense mechanisms that kicked right. in right away no matter what guy i talked to they like loved whether they were circumcised or not it was the right thing it's what they wanted it's what they would have done if it wasn't done when they were a kid they would they have done it themselves no when they were older they had no choice that's the defense what mechanism right and that's right. the reaction formation is like no i love my snip like it's i would have done it myself if it wasn't done to me as a kid like Crazy that's the mind me. has to do that to cope right, right. and so that happens and, with abuse too right and in that they're they sever off all of their nerve endings like and and so you said that that abuse is like this is uh it's not a ritual it's a system you know what i forget the term you used it's like a self-replicating virus really right like well but the reaction formation is part of it where you have to in order to cope you have to somehow in your own mind it wasn't bad Right. And then you can perpetrate it on someone else because and it then, wasn't that bad. I mean, for you. if you if you look at the Jewish religion, like the way that they do it, the grandfather and the father hold the kid down. And then in their mind, as they're holding him down, they're reliving their own trauma. You right. Know? With and a sense of control. Yes. And this evil practitioner is sucking the blood of the pain infused blood and the parents are allowing it this i mean think right. of how like useful circumcision is for these people plus it puts it puts a baby in a disassociative state right when they're fucking first few days of life they're tied down they can't exactly. run they can't fight they just got to give up and their little soul pops out 
and then that becomes a regular thing like they grow up they have trauma they just disassociate you know like they don't fight they don't run it's like a programming to the whole all of us to make us not fight or run it's like they're neutering us in more ways than one like so anyway but that but that systematic you know and and it's good it's great that you could see in Mm -hmm. regular people not the sra victims but it is a satanic ritual abuse circumcision is that you know and um, it is prevalent and it's everywhere and just now we're in america we're just now starting to get below 50 percent circumcised where intact children are are gaining on the others and there's like 60 percent intact now or some shit and thank god that they're stopping this shit it's <clears throat> have you noticed how men really like the defense mechanisms though like if you try to bring it up to any person like they have to believe that what happened to them was the right thing like until you can talk yeah. to them they might be open but like instantly right away the the defense mechanisms are so yeah. like they just come right to the front like whoa no i yeah. love what was done to me the toughest you know? part for me was like talking to my my good friend um who has a, had a son before i was able to talk to him and like for me to teach my friend that what he did you know and that it happened to him too like and he's trying to but he didn't have the proper information you know and that was that was the toughest for me like and like he was able he's a trooper man the kid's got a real like he's got a real good heart and he was able to assimilate it and he did you know he'll never do that to another boy you know and he knows that it's wrong but he just didn't think and people don't think they're like oh whatever happened to me do it whatever and then people are told this like this little thing like the satanists will be like oh it's cleaner like oh maybe it you know masturbation is the real problem of the world and maybe if we cut off the end of his dick he won't masturbate you know and all moms are like oh okay uh okay mr doctor with a coat you know and these satanists they they these people these ritual abusers they they gravitate towards hospitals can you talk about that yes um yeah i mean like i've worked in hospitals and um i guess now that i have eyes to see i could definitely say that um hospitals are a scary place um (laughs) partly because um a lot of cults and covens absolutely will have members in the health field like it's like i would say that's one of the main areas they work in because um especially if somebody's gonna like be a surgeon or do any type of like have no problem somebody dies on the table like i mean in order to do that type of job you're gonna have to have a certain type of disposition anyways Um, and then also just having access to um, unlimited access to drugs, um, being able to forge medical documents, um, being able to hide injury. Um, yeah, and, and just so, like. So the hiding of injury, like a child who is victimized 
if if he gets loose or he or she gets loose from the cult's grasp, they'll end up at the hospital to treat treat their wounds. That's if anybody finds them, they'll be like, oh, bring them to the hospital. <laughs> they need help, right? And then right. the Satanists are waiting. Oh, here we go. And they take the baby back in. You know, oh, we'll make it all better. Yeah, if you read any, like this this whole library, like I basically read every book I could find, like a firsthand accounts of survivors. Um, right. And like, I would say like 90% had um, hospital people working in the hospital like that's right. that cult can't really function without people working at the hospital because there's the the, the there's also like access to um they need those tissues drugs. body parts biological material oh, i mean there's right. just everything there the right and everything is there right. um and also doctors like and we're seeing this now with all the covid stuff which i don't want to go into too too much but like um <laughs> Because we'll just go way off that way, but yeah, yeah. Um, just that the hospitals really um, need they ha they have so much legal authority as well, right? So um, scary. From scary. Some of my personal experience um, in my younger days, like working in like group homes and stuff like that, um, there is absolutely what you might call um, projects that didn't work out as planned are oh, right. neatly tucked away into these group homes right. um, where this person will have a diagnosis of schizophrenia or schizoaffective disorder, be heavily medicated to the point where they're sitting in adult diapers, drooling Just and watching TV all day. shuffle. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and the parents are like, oh, we, we have no idea what happened. Oh. We should perfect upbringing and our decent lovely yeah. family and just at the age of 16 all of a sudden she just had a complete breakdown and we have no idea um right. you know but once once you um know what you're looking for it's so obvious like i've seen um parents come in with photo albums for their children that are completely full of trigger words and trigger pictures like right um pictures Just, of teddy bears with beads beaded necklace on right, the teddy yeah, bear Parker, um i've seen and then little like like little words under the pictures like remember that time we went snorkeling and and <laughs> you like you felt that the fishes never came out of your hair and the one girl used to go in the shower and rip all her hair out and stuff like so it, but it's like the parents Jesus. are bringing in this book of triggers that, that read that keeps the programming in place when the programmers aren't there. Right. And a lot of like these places, I mean, the people like me that go work there and my coworker, like they're innocent, they're not in on it, but they have no knowledge, right? So like if, if you're working at one of those places and your boss says, oh yeah, this girl, she just has schizophrenia. Um, her parents are coming to visit once a week and like basically just be careful what you say to her and don't 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 say this or don't say that and just treat her this way and like this these innocent like good-hearted workers are going to be like oh okay that's the best way to like deal with her right right but they don't really know what like they, they don't see it right so they get kind of used as pawns to right. sort of manipulate the programming right um, and they're very specific in like how they tell you like they're like they're like only talk to the person using these words and like like wow. it's very like you're given a, a manual for how to interact with this person Jeez. like and you know and and these workers would have no idea like they have no idea and the only way to get free from that is to not have the programming like that's how jay parker got free 
he was able to get away from his dad and his brother who perpetuated it. Like you gotta yeah, get away to from the... those triggers. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I mean, some like people have internal programmers and internal internal triggers. And so like the, like the programming right. now is a lot more sophisticated than right. I mean, than even 10 years ago, like with the use of like virtual reality and harmonics right. and um things that like I mean think about if somebody could put on a VR and have that be completely dissociative in a, in an altered state have a VR go into their subconscious and there's no bruises on the body there's nothing but the nervous system like have you done VR I haven't but I can imagine I know yeah so like um the nervous system will still register everything as though it really happened and that will still be an effective um like wow. dissociative program even though it didn't really happen and then they can send them I home to mom and dad and there's no bruises right the, the perpetrator can be close to the family and not actually family member right i really recommend everybody and i wouldn't recommend doing vr all the time because i don't think <laughs> it's good for you but like just to try it once for yourself just so you understand like right. what it does to your brain like I did one where it was an underwater like pirate ship or whatever. Nice. And like, I knew the shark was fake coming at me. Like, I know it's fake. I know I'm in a VR suit, but like, I still, my nervous system was terrified and registers right. like your nervous system is separate from your logical mind. So right. like, I knew full well, it was a fake shark, but like, it was yes. terrifying when it swam towards me. Like your nervous system will still register it. That's so that's just like um, Disneyland. Like, uh, if you look at the programming of uh, Sue Ford, um, Bryce Taylor, she was like, she would be brought on this ride and she would see alligators in the water. And then that, then she knows it's there. And then later they would rape her and then they would throw her in the water. And she's thinking, oh my God, there's alligators going to get me, you know? And it's like, she, I mean, it's obvious it's a fake alligator. It's a ride, you know? But she was still like the programmed fear is still in there, you know, right. and like they don't need Disneyland anymore. Now they could just VR like that. Disneyland is this whole place built for programming babies, you know, yeah. and, and now they, just, they can just fucking VR those fuckers, you know. The one group home I worked at for foster kids that are never getting adopted, they all they were taking them all to Disneyland. Because oh, it was this yeah. really nice thing to do for these unfortunate kids who are going to take them all to Disneyland, right? Triggers like, them again. <laughs> wow, dude. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's um, it, it's actually hiding in plain sight. Like I know a lot of people think, right. oh, you're going to want to work with a, a a ritual abuse survivor. Well, I can tell you, if you're like a nurse or a social worker or any type of job like that, you are working with them. You just don't know. And like, actually the people you work with might even be them. So right. um, it, it's all you can really do is start to educate yourself to see it. Um, right. Yeah. And help get, but it's everywhere. It. They're not, it's not all happening in underground bases or on other planets. Like it, right. it's, it's really right in plain sight. Like it's very much, it's going to be a teacher at your school. It's going to be a nurse. It's going to, it's going to be somebody at your church. Like it's, it's, it's not, on a base somewhere all of it right right and that's yeah. so they've structured our society in this way where they have these towns and they have these people and 
uh, Jay Parker says, Jay Parker's mom says it was 10% of America. <laughs> and that's probably, you know, generous, I guess, but who knows, like, it could be more than that. I mean, when you look at like uh, Ben Franklin and his Hellfire Club, and shit, like, who knows where, yeah. where it started, where, like, what really is going on here. <laughs> but we do know that these people, some people are waking up and getting free and yes. they can describe what's happened. Um, all those books behind you are like, you know, people description of what's happened. All these descriptions yeah. line up and you can see how, oh, it's a science. You know, it's a method. And then right. what is like, what do you think? Like, I have an idea. But what do you think this method, like on the larger scale, what are they doing with it? The programming? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the Black Awakening, right? That's yes. like pretty much Russ Dizdar's whole work is, if you yeah. read his book, that's pretty much, um, that's been the plan um, so for what World is Takeover. Black... Okay. So basically the Black Awakening, um, to put it in like really succinct <laughs> words, mm -hmm. is basically that there's been a program of doing this SRA um, on masses of people um, since World War II, basically, and setting them in place as um, sleepers, which are people that don't know they're programmed. Yes. Uh, some of them do, some of them do, some of them don't. And basically what the Black Awakening is, is going to be um, what Russ calls an inverted Pentecost, which is when there's going to be like basically a, like for people familiar with the Bible, it's like on the day of Pentecost, like the Holy Spirit, like flooded over people and, and like people were speaking in tongues and stuff. So it's, it activated like by flowing through. So the inverted Pentecost is basically going to be like a satanic frequency, which some people might think would be related to the 5g um frequency <laughs> because they do they do mm. program people with um my, my piggybacking brain waves now yes. for the states instead of just tra like the trauma methods are kind of more arcane than like what's available now so yeah. with the frequencies of like being able to entrain brain waves like to me it would be very much connected that they could be putting a frequency with elon's satellites and the 5g could be um right. like an activating um brainwave pattern that could actually put the people that are sleepers to that specific frequency that would be in that ego state for them to activate um wow. and basically so like you... it's they're going to take over their positions in society um at that time okay so they basically so all of these sleepers are like in integral parts of government and society and then and everywhere everywhere and yeah. this satanic switch is flipped and then they go as jay parker told me berserker it's like yeah. berserker programming where they um right. all of this chaos that they've programmed them into like they right. can set like they can set specific things to happen they can set just moods like um yeah our like, emotions are all frequency that's like right, right easy right but they i mean but they can program us to vote for a certain person 20 years from now 
you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have that type of like they can lay those trigger words into your head or the victim's head to like, you know, so that when the occasion arises and they hear this this certain phrase term, then they're triggered into action again. You know, like a Manchurian candidate. Yes. The Manchurian candidate, he gets the phone call and he's like, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's turned into a, you know, the other personality comes alive. And then yeah. the the front personality goes to sleep. And then yeah. what the, you know, what is, they can program the personality to do what they want. Like they can program to be, yes. to be a murderer. Like they can program them to be, you know, like a Sirhan Sirhan was just, you know, programmed to think he was at a shooting range, you know, and he right, thought he was shooting right. in a shooting range. A lot um, of people argue with hypnosis. Like they're like, oh, you can't make somebody do something they wouldn't really want to do in their subconscious anyways. And like, that's true on one level. But what people don't understand is when they use hypnosis, they're not programming you to do something that you wouldn't do. They're programming you to perceive that you're doing something different than what you're doing. So like, maybe I wouldn't be a murderer, but, but I would kill a leprechaun. And if I had a post-hypnotic suggestion that when the door opens, the leprechaun coming through, well, I have no problem shooting a leprechaun, but I'd never shoot my own brother. Right. But that's the thing is they can't program me to shoot my own brother, but I I don't think I'm shooting my brother. I think I'm shooting a leprechaun. So like, that's how they do the programming for people like Saran Ran. You think he's doing something different than what he's doing. Exactly. Right. Right. And then, and he was, you know, there was the woman in the polka dot dress that gave him the programming terms and the words to trigger him. And And now it can just be a frequency. It doesn't, I don't even know if it needs to be words. And like, the thing about the subconscious mind is it's outside of time so like they even have recall back programs or like it, it doesn't matter if 50 years has gone by like that there could be a toned frequency tone that right. it's like it's happening right now the subconscious is always now so right so that's matter. that shows the significance of the black awakening like that programming is still fresh no matter when yeah so. oh yeah it's well that's the thing about um like multiple personalities or subpersonalities, whatever you want to call it, is that they're all stuck in time. They're frozen in time. So every time there's a split, it's frozen in time. Right. So it's a 12 year old forever. Right. right. Until yeah. it comes out, it's hap- it's now. It's ne- nothing's changed during that time. So um, yeah. some of the books I've read, like not like it connects to the Black Awakening. And I really recommend that everybody read that book, especially right now, like with what's happening with all the COVID kind of like what yeah. I'm seeing is like, sort of like this the the art of war right like they're kind of doing this slow wear down and then they're going to drop the the bomb when we're already tired right Right. and we're already psychologically we're hearing about all this pedophilia we're all kind of devastated and like it's um i think they're gonna do something yes they want us to disassociate and allow it to happen yeah and we are kind of all already dissociated right now like it's like everything's just a movie happening on a screen we're all right. just kind of watching the show and yeah. um we are all yeah it's it's happening on a, like a slow wear down and then and then then when you're already worn down that's when they like right. bring the chaos yeah um some of the other books i read um talk about like these programs um so like when you look at the concentric circles, which is like sim- uh, symbolized in the um, Olympics. So like, oh, that's please. kind of how you can, you can think about the concentric circles. So like there's bloodline families and there's 
um, like, so these are kind of royal bloodlines or whatever. And then they have sort of people that are one concentric circle over, which may have been like, um, like they took some DNA or they had a baby or they hid it, but it's or not like, going to be officially that last name or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, but it's, it's still a bloodline, but like right, not official. Right. Right. And then they kind of have like, so these circles just go out and out and out. Um, and mm -hmm. so from my understanding, what they kind of did in the 50s and 60s was they started bringing these circles out even more to the general population. And that's when you start to see these all these daycare um, things where they're taking these children out of like public daycares and just programming kind of random numbers of people out of the general population, kind of just planting these little seeds for 30 or 50 years later or whatever. But these were not yeah. bloodline children. These were not specifically yeah. chosen children. Like they might've been chosen, they like find if they're a little they bit gifted them, they... or something. Yeah but not really, right? Like they kind of just wanted to take random all over the planet, just take right. a bunch of people and kind of like, even experimentally just kind of see what happens. Right. Like let's take 10 from this town or 10 from that town. Right. And, um, so that, that it kind of coincides with all these, these daycare things coming forward. And I think some of the yeah, reasons that those got exposed is because they weren't bloodline families. So those kids maybe weren't able to dissociate or, you know, they, they weren't right. uh, already trained to shut up. Right. So, right. They had, they had people that cared for them maybe yeah and, well that's the thing about like people um like counselors and stuff that want to learn about SRA like you're not going to learn any of this in school for counseling they hide it um I try to tell people about it all the time and um I then I become yeah. a conspiracy theorist or I'm crazy of um, course yeah. multiple personality and DID is in the DSM but they when they right. teach it in school it's like oh it's so rare and if you ever thought you know if you ever saw it it would be like so theatrical that it's just like one in a million when it's right. actually normally really subtle um you wouldn't know it's not normally like so obvious right um so you're not going to learn any skills but like from what I've learned, because um, I've tried really hard to research everything I could for skill wise and like also having trauma survivors teach me what's good for them. And um, the most important thing that people need to understand is the power of love and safety. So um, it doesn't matter if you're like this counselor with this degree or this skill set or whatever you have, it's um, love and safety is what's gonna let the amygdala relax. And so right. like even when you see soldiers coming back from war, they're fine until they're happy and married and then they have a baby and everything's good and then they have a breakdown right because they right. actually felt safe and loved and then that's when their brain relaxed and then all right. the crap explodes right which seems wow. unfair but that's how it works so the only way the program is kept in place is to keep the amygdala hijacked all the time which is happening to it's us fear. on a global scale is right. to keep us in a constant hypervigilant state because that keeps the like the mind separate if right. we all felt like a sense of like, oh, it, like rent's easy to pay and groceries aren't cheap, like if cheap or any of right. this kind of stress level went We'd down. We'd be like sacred creators, you know. Exactly. Our, our intelligence power. would go way up. And yes. so with um, trauma survivors, like um, the the relationship that you're going to have with them is number one because number one they can sniff out insincerity like you like you're not going to trick them like with your fake counseling. Right like yeah. jargon like they're yeah, gonna sniff yeah. that out so fast like you have right. to be genuinely care and and um 
the relationship you built is what's going to give that feeling of safety and then that and then things kind of actually start to organically unfold at that point because um there's been a rapport built and a relationship and a feeling of love and safety beautiful so that allows that allows it to just untangle itself and the mind has an intelligence like every multiple's mind is like a computer and it has its own google it has its own like it has its own program that knows all the programs that like can yes. defrag itself like so you thinking that you're going to learn all these secret illuminati codes or you're going to get like you're going to figure out the programs well like number one good luck and like yeah. like there's right? a million like, of them there's exactly you can get a general idea but like you know who knows all the programs is the person who's programmed so like if right. they actually feel safe and you can access like their own internal wisdom like they actually know like they they will bring forward what needs to be right. processed in their prime so but that's not going to happen without love and safety wow so that's that's this world needs is love and which safety. anybody can give right like you right. don't have to be like some people are intimidated like uh, uh, one thing about survivors is like they feel really rejected because people think they're going to turn crazy any moment people think right. they're going to like they're your friend but they might kill you if you go hiking with them or like right which i mean might be legitimate concerns at some point in the <laughs> beginning but like but anybody can kind of be a friend to a survivor yes. and that's the more relationship they have and the more they feel safe and not rejected like the better they'll get on their own like you don't have to like right. fix them right like right really all you gotta do is just allow them to fix themselves like and treat them, them like a normal the person space. right yeah, yeah love and compassion <laughs> exactly the, yeah it's really really everything. powerful yeah. yeah yeah so so they uh so russ was spreading the message of this black awakening um what was i mean he was fighting these programmed multiples who were in like in the world doing the programming to others and then he would trigger them and their demonic forces would come out <laughs> these program okay that's another thing yes. um, you can program would you like to explain please about the, the, the demonology aspect of it yes i don't i feel like like to go deep into demonology i feel like we should do another show okay. just kind of on that because the to. thing about the thing about um like SRAs, there's two schools of thought. Like there's the religious school of thought, and then there's the psychological school of thought. And right. um, like I'm pretty familiar with both, um, mm -hmm. but I know that both of those sides really don't like each other and disagree with each other. So like, if you go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, they're gonna say if you try to do any type of deliverance, like you're just reinforcing the program and you're damaging the client and blah blah blah. But you go and you. I'm sorry, what? but the, the deliverance might have words that can trigger the programming. You know what I mean? They can be programmed when they hear that yes. shit to go further back in and like evade like the the if it if it was a fake demon, yes. Right. Wow. If it's a real demon, then deliverance is the only thing that's gonna work on it. So wow. um and you you can ask survivors about that. Like most survivors that i've listened to their story 
right. um, have found that the religious way out was the only way out for them. Wow. I, some so, people don't though, like somebody like Kathy O'Brien does not. And she claims to be healed full memory without a religious hmm. aspect to it, which she's kind of one of the only more public people that has done that. Like, Most God, of the others have gone through religion. God bless her. Um, I, I'm not sure she's totally free, you know, but we're, I don't want to get specific, but I think that she was programmed, uh, continually kept, and what she was said was what they allowed, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, but I'm, I don't doubt that she was, what, what she was doing was, was a real, she was a real victim, but I don't think she yeah. ever got free. And right. I'm, I'm glad that he's gone. Her programmer is gone now. Now her mind is allowed to be free, hopefully. Yeah, she's got a, she's got a couple of vultures uh, circling her, though, but we could talk about that another time. Yeah. I worry, I worry for her sometimes. Right. Be, I see vultures circling her, so. Yeah. And what about but, her? Yeah. So yeah, we can't get focused on, like, I have compassion for her. I want her to get free. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. sucks and like yeah so i i mean so i guess uh to get back to the demons <laughs> so they can be programmed in like like the demons want i mean as far as i know i'm not an expert i'm not de- i've never really met a demon but um what they you want to meet a demon go work at a drug detox center and you will see some like rose uh exorcist head spin around like twilight language like yeah. i'm not even joking i'm not joking if you really want to see some non-human come out of some people that's yeah. a really good place to go you'll, you'll see that's, it for sure. yeah that's funny <laughs> Seriously, and, you know you there's there's a lot of and i'll bet you it's crystal it's tweak yep Crystal meth yeah. seems to have a special right. inter- interdimensional the shadow people. Yeah, for some reason, meth really seems to be a gateway, interdimensional gateway drug. Yes, yeah. right. I don't know why that is, but it's because um, of the dopamine. It's it's like so far, it's like <laughs> it's next level, yeah. you know. And it just, I think that that so our brains have triggers, and um they i mean these the demons will feed on a drug addict you know it's easy prey for them so yeah well because his wills his wills been taken hostage as well right right? in addiction so they're an open door right for something else to exert its will through that vessel once that will is bound exactly even somebody who has will driven as alistair crowley was defeated by heroin yeah. yeah i mean his will was gone he all he wanted was more junk you know right and he thought he was the best his will was the most important thing but and you know so right so will is tied to identity and now these- yeah i kind of wanted to go back to that too because um like how how old are your kids are they pretty like he's are they two yet two. he's gonna be two I've okay just got one. so that's a perfect age so you notice how two-year-olds everybody calls it the terrible two it's because I they're actually great. individuating yes. their that's why they're saying no because it's like they actually are for the first time recognizing they're separate so yes. 
that's part of the why they're so willful is right. because they're actually forming identity at that stage. Yeah. So I, I had um, a real battle today with him. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's like yeah. he wouldn't exactly. eat. He wants to hold mommy. I said no. And he said, cry. <laughs> and more cry means give me mommy, right? And I just it, it was a real battle of wheels today. But we're right, which is healthy. That's like him right. developing his will. It's very healthy right. to be very right. say no, no, and no, then, no, 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 no. Right. That's exactly and what then, you want. And after um, you know, he wanted to do tubby with daddy. He wasn't like <laughs> mad at daddy for telling him no or whatever, you know. It was like it was it's like a battle and it's like a it's like a game. And when he's done with it, okay, we're done. Next thing now, you know. <laughs> well, he's it's testing really, it, right? Yes. He's pushing it. He's, yes. he's trying and, out his will. Yeah, so. and my wife will give in every time. <laughs> I try to help. And I'm like, today we were just, she let me tell him no. And I fucking pushed his little, I pushed him away from her. I said, you cannot have mommy. It's time to eat. <laughs> it was bad, man. But, and we're getting there, you know, it's, but anyway, like that is exactly it. Like he's, so he's creating his own self not just yeah. his will he's creating individuation right and so if they attack before that happens that's how they can capture the head completely right well and that's like so some people want to try and like um heal multiples into one person but like they never were one person if they were actually specifically Still programmed intentionally because okay. Yeah, so babies are like forming into one person, which actually takes about till the age of seven before they really right. are one person. So like um, somebody that's programmed before birth never actually gets to become one person. So their brain doesn't even have those right. neural pathways to connect across the, the right. brain. Like it's, it's always grown like this since they were right. born. It's never given right. a chance to connect. Wow. And the one um, connection that they have had to their mother can be tortured and manipulated so even that oh like, yeah maternal bonds that they, they know they do every single one of those tortures on yeah, the baby yeah. like at, at very specific um developmental stages they interfere with every single natural developmental stage um and, and another know, thing that helps I was gonna say form that. the identity is um sorry i'll just say the one last thing Please. but it's like the the mirroring, right? So like the, your babies right now would be like at a stage where like if they smile, you smile and then they know they're real because you're mirroring them. Right. So like one of the things they do to babies is to like just act like they don't exist because that'll screw a baby up really bad if um, if it's not mirrored, like the baby doesn't know it can't believe it's real, like if it doesn't get it mirrored. Wow. And so you see that happening now with everybody wearing a mask and like babies can't get the normal smiling mirroring. like. Wow. So they interfere with any chance of the personality developing, even from that age. Jesus. And, you know, that reminds me of hospital birth and every level of hospital birth <laughs> is, is unnatural. unnatural and built for programming and trauma. I mean, they, they take away yeah. oxytocin and they give petocin instead. They, you know, they, they, invade and the the ultrasounds you know ultrasound is a trauma you know yep. um, 
and they make it yeah, seem like Yeah, and then like the mom's putting it on Facebook before it's even born, like the picture of the ultrasound. The kid's already like on Facebook and soon it'll be the blockchain. It's like baby's not even born. It's like already it's get the eye face recognition to yeah. the embryo and yeah, the, the right. picture from the ultrasound. Sure. It's <laughs> like my family is like, why don't you ever post any pictures on social media? I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> why? You know, like we had one picture of like, Hey, we're happy he's born look you know and then after that like nothing what why would we want to show people what he looks like or what they you know those are strangers you know like yeah. you don't tell strangers what makes your kid laugh or whatever you know like you then the you know because they can use that against them it's you know it's it's vulnerabilities and if my dad wants a picture of my son, I'll send it to him directly. He doesn't need to go to Facebook. You know? I don't even know if he notices, but whatever. I mean, I haven't been on Facebook. They kicked me off. In yeah, I, I keep trying to make new accounts, but I, they just like recognize me somehow. Like they're right? like, nice try. Was you. Yeah, you're a force <laughs> to be reckoned with. You're like, you know, they know that they need to fucking... <laughs> I was pretty bad on there for a long time. Like, I think I was on there for a couple of years and like, I was, um, I, I went, I really tried to make it like a news feed. Yeah. Um, like I worked really hard and I'd pick a theme every night and really make like a wow. work of art every night on one topic. And, you need your website. And I know yeah. that's why I'm taking the course because I know I really, I really do need to do my right. online work. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the identity the identity thing's really important um, about it being tied to the will. So, like, um, even with people that are sexually abused, but not necessarily like to the point of having multiple personality, um, like, so somebody who maybe has like borderline personality, or like, so you can think of this all on a continuum. Um, yes. They have a really unstable sense of self, and that's why they're always looking for, or even like a codependent. Like this is all a trauma response, right? Where they're always looking for an external validation because they don't have like a stable sense of self. Like they're always looking for mirroring or some type of empathy. Right. Um, so it, it's, it, once you interfere with a sense of self, then yeah, people's will is like heavily connected to that. So, and that's and why they do it, right? Because they want to make that person a vessel for their will. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so- Vessel for their that's, will. Like that's- Yeah. I love that term. That's really- uh, specific and it elucidates perfectly what is happening. I mean, the well, magician, any magician wants to further their will. Please continue. Exactly. Sorry. And we live in a free will universe, right? right? So the only way to really interfere with free free will, like, is to prevent the self from forming before the will can even be recognized, which Jesus. is why it's such a, like, the most blasphemous thing you could ever do right. is torture somebody as they're coming into the third dimension before they even recognize that they have a will or have developed a self-state because they don't even have a chance to right. have a will of their own so like right. it really violates need that to defend to keep their psyche right well it really violates natural law on the like most yes. micro level because right. you're, you're actually interfering with free will before the will can develop like right. it's it's really like and the free I, will is the really... one thing that god gives us besides our you know our ability to be here in flesh like he gives us choice over what we do you know like it's our right. will we have to so that 
I mean, if they want to have total slaves and if they want control over the entire society, then they can put these people in places of power and they can control them with trigger words, programming that they've laid in. So these people have no will at all. They're just acting their programming. Someone like Obama, you know, let's say, was created to be this face, you know? And if you look at what it is, what this, that dude was probably, is probably one of them just doing what his program to do, you know, and he's, you know, uh, I guess, Hard like, to say. yeah, I know, I, I can't, I'm not exactly saying that it is exactly Obama, but like, say, look at, um, look at your, uh, the, the, the Batman shooting guy, the Holmes character. Batman's a major programming theme. You're going to see a lot more Batman stuff coming out right. of uh, Salt Lake City there from the, the Mormon uh, faction. Right. And <laughs> a friend of mine is actually looking at how that Joker movie and how like that was released when it was released. And I think that was on purpose. And in Batman the movie, is part of what's activating sleepers um, for sure. Right. They're using the Batman script is one of the main yes. ones out of the out of the Mormon programs. Yeah. Jesus, I think we need to all have. I think all three of us need to be on his podcast for to talk about that movie when he finally finishes project. He's he's taking it slow, but he needs to like get this information in there also, because there's I've found references to weird shit like Marilyn Manson did a painting of this old woman coughing up blood and the name of it is uh it hurts to breathe or every day I wake up and it hurts to breathe and like at the end of the Joker he like spits blood and he wakes up and then he stands up on the car and he's like the hero guy. And that moment of him spitting blood and waking up and feeling the pain of what it is to wake up, that is the exact painting, Marilyn Manson's painting. It's like really weird how the cinematographer created that. So now like the, the photograph that is given to everybody's mind is this certain thing that was already depicted by Marilyn Manson years before. So I think that is, and that is the very significant moment in the film when he, you know, wakes up to his power of being the anti-hero, you know, um, and that's like, he's the satanic force, you know, and it came from abuse. It's like abuse after abuse and like, and like, if you look at his files and shit, like his mom was abusing him and like, it's yeah. all about, it's all about it. And like, he is discovering that he was abused and he doesn't know why he laughs like that. Like it's, it's that movie is about- I loved it. So many people hated it, but I, I loved it. It's great. It really is a good <laughs> movie. And, but I mean, it's like, it's very well, made and very descriptive 
of what mm -hmm. we are talking about, not just mm -hmm. some comic book, like what it's doing to society is another level. Like they're just using the comic book as a vehicle, like the way that they did with um, with uh, the guy Fox mask and the, the V for Vendetta. Oh yeah. Like that was the pre-programming for COVID, you know, the tyranny and the, the takeover and all that shit. And then like everybody were, you know, they all gave their power to this Q guy that comes along with it, you know, and is gonna save them with his fireworks and shit. Just wait for the fireworks and just wear a mask, everybody, you know. Uh -huh. So anyway, I'm sorry we just but that this this Joker movie, like the movies are creating on a large scale like it's giving us the like a smaller version of the trauma that that they give to themselves and their victims right so we see these people on the tv that go through all this pain and it's even though we know it's on tv and it's not real like you said the shark is still coming after you and you're you're still gonna have those feelings like a like a horror movie still makes the makes you like, oh like well and they used to when you're a kid but the people that watch them all the time don't feel anything and that's when no. they keep up with it right? right and so they're already dissociative like like um and that's why people that watch tv all the time are are going to be more dissociative than the, like an average well, person that doesn't watch television TV, right? in itself puts you in a dissociative state just right sit, just accept it right and like yeah. the, the pornography now is the big one right because oh, no. like yeah. um and that could be like i would love to do like a whole other show on pornography that's great it's this, really so, so it's far really... we're gonna do a show on demonology we're, next we're gonna do pornography this is great <laughs> well they're connected well they're actually really connected and of course related and um the, it's programming yeah, the i mean it's like a ritual big one right now everybody yeah. has to do like they have to get that feeling and it's an addiction and you know like yeah and then they facilitate, oh, you want this, you know? And then the, the porn stars have a shirt with the fucking upside down pentacle on there. Yeah, and know. it's stealing the will and the life force of the men, right? So it's right. like, it, it is too good to be true. Like, it's like, why do you think it's free? Like, why, yeah. like, do you ever think why they want you right. to watch it? Right. Like, that's, I, I, right. I've had this conversation with men. I'm like, I'm not giving you a moral lecture. Right. I just want you to ask yourself why it's free. Right. You know, let's leave it at that yeah right? well look at what they do to i mean they uh in war the the uh, they would drop pornography on the enemy <laughs> you know to like take away their virility and get them distracted and the, you know what i mean it's uh yeah. it's it's even it's, the troops now they give them free porn in the military like in overseas and stuff they like yeah. the military, sends it direct right they the military it the is troops. like the military is run by them you know yeah I, I was in the military for quite a while we could oh. kind of do a show that sometime but yeah the military programming is um that's just more my personal story i can definitely tell you that i was under some hardcore mind control at one point until I broke it. Military, and then I got my like liberal arts, like Karl Marx is uh, a oh god, god degree. Wow. Like I have, like I have, like a, I have the most like intense liberal You're arts degree like, you'd ever 
like I paid like 40 grand to like learn about Karl Marx for four years. Oh yeah, my like, God. Like, so. And I was, I, I fell for it until I like actually read Das Kapital when I got out. Like I was like, wait a second. Like we didn't even read this whole book. Like they just take a little <laughs> section out and like, wow. And then I had like my military programming at the same time. And it was, uh, so I can have compassion for people. Cause then like, I really could have been like sitting somewhere, like pushing a button on a drone, killing people right now, if I didn't wake right. up. So like right. um and I only woke up through trauma so I don't know what it takes for people but um it's it's not always voluntary so you know <laughs> I'm sorry we don't want to get too specific we're gonna um so the uh so it it steals the will before they get a chance to be a human Yes. And in so doing, this they steal the will of all, like all of these programmed multiples think they're normal people that are living their normal will, and they don't because they've never it. had different. Like it's really fake in the movies when they show like the femme Nikita or something like taken at age twenty and turned into this assassin. It's like no, it's it has to be done really before birth to make right. before the mind forms so right to make um, a super soldier yeah. yeah and it does give them superpowers right like every yes. blank slate is a new brain that can right. hold as much as what your brain's never going to get full it's like having unlimited inner space and like it ties right. into that nasim harem stuff like where he splits the atom and splits the hair and it's like internally unlimited yes. that's the inner world of a multiple it's it's unlimited they can split as there's no limit to splitting it can right. split a million times and it's right. a new person with the full capacity of a new it's a new disc a new hard drive right and each person is like not tired from the torture that just happened <laughs> like or is what like, torture right Never exactly happened. wow yeah. jesus exactly yeah so yeah it's unlimited so this evil cult has the grips of people's minds completely where they don't even know they are like a, Man, like a Manchurian candidate yeah. and even in that in that film or book like this it's obviously they're going to use it in politics in controlling their herd of people like this is a useful tool to keep the, oh it's, in, it's genius it's the right. most genius thing ever thought right. of ever yeah I mean, and it's like it took millennium for them to learn it all to, to, you know, to come to this level of understanding of our minds. And we're just, you know, you and I are just trying to like understand what they already know and have been programming as a system. Like they, you know what I mean? They got, they got it's mind blowing. Right. It's mind blowing. Like I still, I've studied it so much and I, I've met firsthand, like, and it, it still is like, so fascinating and unbelievable even though i know it's true i still have a hard right. time believing how unreal it is like that right. it's even like a, that this is even like a thing like, right. right the infinity of imagination yes is like the blank slate that they can put their will into like an empty vessel of a person 
So what and it's like a multiverse within each person as a universe like so it's it's not in the 3d where everybody can see it it's like almost in another dimension that's working through people into this dimension so it's like an interdimensional like ingenious evil plan that's like operating into this dimension through individuals holding the internal unlimited infinite space wow yes it is it's (laughs) it's mind-blowing it really is so the the abilities that they have to control the human population is as infinite as their imagination basically i mean and it is infinite because like any programmer will tell you that like anything that the person they're programming with comes up on their own of their own imagination is the best program so like that's why they want smart kids with imagination, not smart, like go and memorize stuff smart, but right. kids that you normally would do bad in school because they would be um, like more gifted. Like right. a lot of gifted children actually do b- bad in normal school. Right. Cause we're bored. So take, exactly. Like, um, yeah, I really recommend this book. It's called living with intensity. And a lot of people that love researching and stuff, it's really about, um, you probably are gifted and that's not like an egotistical term saying you're gifted, but like people that have like an insane thirst for knowledge and can't function in the normal universe, you're probably gifted. And these are the kids they want for programming because they can imagine. And when, and that's the daydreamers. They they can hijack that imagination and use it for their purposes. Right. It's not going to be successful programming on some kid that's really good at memorizing everything because the brain, the subconscious will memorize photographically. It, it doesn't, they don't right. need you to wrote, put in the data. It'll just snapshot it. They so just like need they to be want somebody that can program. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And the traumatic moment is when the brain is programmable. Like, like when you're going into a crash everything seems to go slower and like your mind is in a different state when you're feeling adrenaline like you you know you're more uh susceptible to their programming when they're doing specific tortures yeah so it's really important to study like the way that memory and emotion are interconnected so um like somebody who has a normal brain and isn't a multiple and maybe gets in a car accident or something, um, the normal PTSD response is that, yeah, things will slow down. And basically the reason the person gets PTSD is because the amygdala gets hijacked and then things go right into the hippocampus and it just swims around like a CD spinning. And Mm. it keeps trying to come to the top because the way that our brain works is we see things actually unconsciously first. Like that's why there can be unconscious triggers that you're not even aware of. So Mm. it's unconscious first to the hippocampus. Then it goes up to amygdala to get basically a stamp. And then it goes back into the hippocampus. But if your amygdala is hijacked, it's going straight into the hippocampus and it just spins around. And that's why it keeps re-traumatizing because it keeps trying to come up to get filed but it can't Jeez. because there's a psychic block, right? So that's a normal person with PTSD, right? right? But somebody who's already a multiple that's dissociative, like their brain's already made to just kick out a amygdala at any time, right? right. Like it, it's automatic for them to do it. They'll do it themselves. It's autogenic. Jeez. So like right. they can make anything go into the subconscious. Wow. And so like with memory, 
If something is mundane, you won't remember it, even though technically every single thing you've ever done is recorded in your brain. Like it's all in there. It's every right. single thing is in there. Like if I put you under hypnosis right now, I, you could remember being like four and what you ate for breakfast. Like it's there, it's in the, right. it's in the hard drive. Right. right. It's just, just not accessible to get it right. The accessibility. Right. It's all there though. Um, And so if something has a little bit of emotion, you'll remember it because it gets filed. So like your wedding day or your, like whatever, your your son being born, right? Like that's going to be like a very vivid memory. Like you're going to remember like the smells and the way that water tasted or whatever. Like you'll have these really vivid memories. Right. Because the emotion is what made you remember it. File it. Yes. So if they don't have emotions, (laughs) like... Well, an extreme emotion like terror is going to make, that's where it's, um, that's where dissociation comes in. So like when people talk about false memories, um, there's a difference between suppression and repression. So suppression is voluntary. So like that means something happened, one in five, I never want to think about it again. I put it in a box and I I just never think about it again. I actually forget I even put it in a box, right? Mm -hmm. But I was there when it happened. Right. But I could repress that for like 20, 30 years. But but I was still there when it happened. Somebody that's actually dissociative, they're not there when it happens. There's like their their self state is already um, not running across the screen of the conscious mind. So like they were never there. And that's why people have a hard time understanding multiples because they're like, oh, you can remember. There's no way you would remember that. It's like. It's like they weren't there when it got recorded. It recorded straight into the subconscious. It never went over their eyes. Like their eyes were not there right. when it went in. So it has maybe to be accessed. It, maybe it was the other, another multiple's eyes that were exactly. using the eyes at the time. Right, right. And it's a different self state, like a different right. ego state of the self, of an eye. Like, right. um, so it's different. So like it's, you can't force it out, even though it is, every single thing is in there. It's just never they don't know because it's never gone up to the amygdala and back down to the hippocampus. It's always been in the hippocampus. And so the programmers can access that at any time by going straight into the hippocampus. And I mean, and torture is necessary for this basically isn't it i mean yeah all torture is programming like if you look at the torture programs like the cia or guantanamo or whatever like strategic interrogation whatever you want to call it they're never getting anything out like like torture is completely ineffective for extracting information because people tell you whatever you want to hear if you're torturing them like it's only good to cause dissociation and programming right right they program in confessions that they need they i mean like police even do it on a lighter level yeah as well right yeah that makes sense yeah they all they all take their neuro-linguistic programming training for sure yeah yeah Yeah. so it's like there's the hard programs and then there's the lesser programs and we're like living in this soup of mind control that we need to wade through to like you know i mean everybody's on a different level of mind control you got the status over there and you got the religious person over there. You got the whatever. They everybody has their own level of like identity with their worldview. I mean, and then there's, you know, it's just it's tough to like we all we're. I mean, like I was saying earlier, we've had 
you know, there's the the actual trauma-based trauma-based mind control where the people are put through those tortures I mentioned in the beginning. Um, but then there's also like regular like the torture that they can do to everybody by giving and it doesn't have to TV be physical torture like emotional there. yeah emotional torture is real like your body still registers that as yes. like emotional pain is the same as physical pain so like wow. like they do a lot of the physical stuff to to little kids but a lot of right. the um the training and the, the the traumas they do are like betrayal traumas or abandonment traumas or um like humiliation traumas like anything that can have like a severe emotion or like evoke a lot of shame or guilt is can be dissociative as well and like that's being done to us on a global level because they can't necessarily access our bodies yet but they can access our emotions through even um like vicariously through the news or um just like in just like right now it's like a sense of injustice that's like we're all feeling right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and but they can they can use the news to program whatever feeling they want us to have you know it's not just the news it's like it's everything you know and they flood and but it's it's almost even frequency emotion is just a frequency right so Mm. easy to put a rage frequency out or a calm frequency out that's that's kindergarten for them that's nothing they they create the music genres and they create you know they the the entire like the the radio was is owned by the navy you know and like yeah. ever since the beginning those those radio waves were used for programming you know and they yeah and like rap music is the best example of that right like it's like they literally made it cool to go to jail like they filled their jails by making yeah. it to a good drum beat and yeah. people like were like it's like a rite of passage of initiation to go do time now like as yeah. a rapper like it's, it's, it's like that's a perfect and then when they're not that, right? when they're not giving money to the government by being in jail they're giving all the money that they make in the black market to the guy who has the spiffy rims and the guy who has the nice shoes and it's like it's and all no going house, right? it's, it's all feeding back up into corporate yeah no house exactly they got trap house but they don't have like yeah it feeds <laughs> back into the the corporations it's a way of laundering that drug money and then getting yeah. the money back up into the fine goods of, you know, they're trained to like, you like a Bugatti, like what is a Bugatti? <laughs> it's in the yeah. video, right? You know, like, yeah. Ooh, fuck. What the fuck? Man? I learned about something really like double evil the other day that they, um, they, they made all these fish farms, which are just like so evil. I don't know if you know anything about fish farms, but like, they're just like, yeah, they got super like, evil, like, like they're they're basically like making fish HIV like contaminating the ocean like with these fish part like they're totally unnecessary right. they're just trying to yeah, harvest yeah. these fish and then they they like got they got GMO like, right they got the GMO fish the salmon got loose a couple times right and, yeah and it's making and, like kind of like AIDS for fishes like an immune deficiency Jesus, like uh, it's so evil but anyways the most evil part about everything. it is that they were making the prison like they had a prison program where these where the jails are running the fish farm so it's like inmate labor oh man to, like, and the inmate I was, like, labor That's is slavery things i've heard in a long time dude oh my god it's like it's just horrible just wait <laughs> just wait till they go if it continues man it's gonna get worse like 
if people allow it like the way that the way that people are yelling at each other over masks and va- vaccination i mean that's exactly what these people want the satanists yeah. want us to fight each other and to you know to enslave each other and then all they have to do is just like control one or two and then the entire everybody is enslaved this is like how do you manage the cattle right you got like you know you only manage the one that that's like leading the way for the other ones you know what i mean and pick off the the little ones and it's it's a management system because like they keep us as a human herd like they own us and i mean they think they own us right so these these programmed multiples are the wielding arms of this satanic cult and i mean people would just imagine like oh secret societies and all oh, the jesuits and like whatever but this is even darker like it's it's fully these <laughs> it's not just like some secret order where people do oaths it's like the people don't even know they're programmed you know right. like right so they can't resist what they're what they're not even aware like it bypasses yeah. free will right which i mean it's so beyond they're not like, going to get along with that that very long like from a natural law perspective like you, yeah, you, they've already they've exactly. already crossed the line like to doing that to like pre-born children is right. like there, there's nothing that could violate more than what they've done like it's right. and right. It, yeah maybe it <laughs> something else i just want to mention that just made me think of it when you were talking about um the self-management like how it's like kind of like a, a self running machine um that like we like enslave ourselves like clockwork but um the thing about programming multiples is that um the the programmer doesn't want to become a slave to the to the slave because if they have to tell you everything to do all the time that's a big job for them to control you all the time right? right so to do a perfect programming the slave always anticipates your needs so you don't even have to ask right so like they've been trained to through through trauma like to basically know what you need before you need it and offer it to you before you even know you want it that's a perfectly programmed slave right right? like like look at um oh wait continue please no that's really okay so look at um uh she's from she's from uh belgium i forget what her name was but she was a victim Annika Lucas. Annika Lucas, thank you. She was forced to watch video of people making love or sex, I guess. And she was made to look at their face and like to not even look at the actions, to study the faces. Like this is programming her to anticipate the needs of her lovers in the future because they're Uh programming her to be a sex slave. So there, she was forced to look at, to understand the reactions, how people, uh, their faces when they come and like what they, you know, when they feel urges and stuff like, and this, 
it's it creates the perfect um sex slave you know they can they can't be like oh do this thing that i like every time they want you to know what it is you know yeah yeah so and like anticipate their... it for and give it to them before they even know they want it right because then that like they, that's exactly what they want on every level like even even administratively like they want people that are like oh like i brought you a coffee before they even knew they, they were thirsty you know like it's like that's otherwise it's a big job having slaves right like if you yes. gotta control because i always used to wonder that i'm like it seems like a lot of work to like just control everything like don't want like i like i don't, right. I don't want 18 kids right like it's like why you know it's a big job right. like but if and, you and can, these people that are but controlling if, but if you can set up like if you can make this one be the perfect controller person okay now you go do standard oil <laughs> you know yeah. this person the perfect musician person and now you go make tool a perfect band you know like and the way that they they have these people that are like put into these these positions and then they're doing their will in the world and then that's just the further will of what was programmed into them you know like it's the extension of the will like like the programmer can have many things that they have to keep keep tabs on but they can just have that many slaves doing it for them. They don't need to control all that. They can just program each slave to do what they want and then send them out. And then now they can go, you know, go to Epstein Island and whatever else they do, you know. Um, but it's so that I, it's tough to where we go from here. Like, so, I know it's kind of like I'm such a broad topic. I feel like we kind of just went all over the place, but there's so much to know and to learn. Right. Like I've I've read, I read a lot. Like I've read so many books. Like, and there's like stuff that's the same about all of them, but every story is unique, and there's always more to learn. And there's 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 just like there's little subtle differences from like where the person's from, where they were trained, like what type of programming they had, what age they are, like right. what generation they're from. Um, so it's just like this endless learning. Um, and then they're all unique individuals as well, even though they replicate the training templates on people, like if they have a successful template, they'll like replicate it, but every person's an individual. And because they're highly intelligent individuals that use their own imagination, they, they put their own spin on their own programming, um, which makes it most effective because what you just talked about going on societally they have a whole society like that inside of themselves. Like they have huh. internal programmers and gatekeepers and switchboard operators and like re reprogrammers. And like, right. they have all these like to manage the internal mind files to manage yes. the internal files of the personalities and all of the traumas, yes. of, you know? So, and in that it, it can be infinite. Like you were saying before, it can, you can split infinitely so um i mean and then they replicate the programmer inside of the person themselves which is called an introject so like an introject is a uh an alter that is a replica of the programmer that is inside of the program's person so the programmer is living inside of them wow so that uh, so that they can be continually triggered and the programmer doesn't have to be there 
Right. He put, he basically puts himself in as a program. Wow. Yeah. It's called an introject. Jesus. So yeah, they, I mean, it's, it's they also, <laughs> they, so they can, I mean, so they're, if they're able to interject the will of the practitioner, they can also interject the will of a non-corporeal spirit. Or, yes. You know? And well, yeah, these multiples are living sacrifices and um, the spirit does live in them and is accessed through them by others. But that's that's wow. probably like another... I'd really like to talk about that like in a different show just because it's like a pretty big topic like with the right. actual demon, demonology side of it is actually like quite a big topic. I would, I would very much. I think would, it's really interesting. <laughs> me too. But, I would very much like to, to have our, our our next talk, please, if you will. <laughs> I would love to talk about the demonology and the living living sacrifice. So the person is is owned and given to this demon entity, and it doesn't yeah. have to die. They're using it while it's alive. Yeah, and they'll use a child, the a child for that. Usually it's a child that they're using for that. And then like different um, people with money can pay to come and basically rape this child and access the demonic powers from the living sacrifice of that child that's basically been externalized from its own body to become a living sacrifice for an entity. So Jesus. that's... Um, yeah, because something I always had a really hard time so, understanding about Satanists was um, like the idea of sacrifice. Because I'm like, well, you're not really sacrificing anything of yourself. Like, I could just never understand why they're calling I'm like it a sacrifice. I'm like, you're not giving up anything. But that's kind of the inversion, right? So, like, if you look at Christianity, it's that um, like Christ sacrificed like selflessly for you, or like God sacrificed His Son, it's like something of Himself for right. others. Right. And so the inversion of that isn't um, to sacrifice something of yourself to Satan. It's to sacrifice someone else for yourself. Right. So it comes right. back to that tenet of Satanism of what's in it for me. So like when you sacrifice, like basically step on someone else to get ahead or you sacrifice someone else for yourself, that's that really feeds. what's satanic about it is that it's not selfless. It's selfish. Right. It's an inversion. Right. And that explains why. Because, I mean, with Levian Satanism, and, you know, you look at, look at Kurt Barker and those women that he, like in the, the blood drinking Satanism, cannibalism, and uh, that. Yeah, thing. like um, the UN chicks or whatever. The yeah, the twins. Sisters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would worship the mirror. They, fuck, yeah. they put their face on the Sphinx and, you know, they it's it's intense <laughs> i mean so right. like they think of themselves as deity so and then those cannibalized victims are the sacrifice to themselves right and, and that's are, what pedophilia is too right it's like you're wow. taking you're trading like your sickness for their innocence like you're like you're it's a trade right? Like it's an energetic trade. And so it's like taking that is very satanic, right? To Jesus, take that for yourself. The most satanic. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, and that's why they do it. And that's why it right. works. Right. And that's right. why entities like it because it is that perfect um, inversion. And the entities is. can like a child has like pure emotions. And, and psychic they, abilities as well. Yeah. Right. Right. So and, they use these children as, as conduits for different things. Like, um, like even for like remote viewing and stuff, like they'll use demonized children and stuff for information, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm learning so much. This is great. Yeah, it's really, it's really crazy stuff. I had a hard time sort of understanding a lot of it too. Cause again, it's like being, not being able to wrap your head around like something that's not inside of you. Like you're like, I can't, like I could never understand the sacrifice part. Yeah until I read this one book explaining like that it's an inversion and that's why it's considered a sacrifice, but you're not sacrificing anything yourself. You know, like I, I couldn't understand that forever. I really had a hard time with that until just recently. I just would never understood it. So like the living sacrifice that, so that is like some, like instead of dying and being blood on the altar, this thing is this victim thing. I'm sorry. This child is kept alive so that it can be tortured again and again. And each time it's tortured, that is a gift to the demon who can drain that energy. Is yeah. That- and like being in the child while it's being raped is like a, something the demon wants so like if somebody's willing to do that like they will gain powers from doing that like satanic powers because it's like not a lot of people would do that right like the people willing to do that are getting something from it but that's what they have to do to get it right um right and that's like um i forget what uh like baptism and wisdom is uh what the fuck i forget what the word but anyway um the the baphomet uh offers like these abilities but you have to drink of this like abominations you know and you have to will to drink that it's um Right. now it makes more sense like and it's a point of no return right like you're not you're not gonna like um undo that line once you yeah. cross that line you're actually enslaved forever at that point like right. because you're you're not ever gonna just be normal again after right. crossing that line. that's like a that's the line that is like which is why they get people to do it right because um yeah there's really no coming back from that yeah which is why they need it for power and control right and that's why they need it for government and that's why they need so it's kind of like the collective shadow of all society is this underworld of um this and then like us as a society is like um you know the enablers and the the um the, the the defense mechanism people that are like oh i don't like i've heard people say oh i just I don't want to learn about it. It's too hard for me to even <laughs> learn about it, you know? Right. And I'm like, 
and I'll, I'll be the first to admit, like, I, I definitely have given myself like a form of PTSD from what I, the knowledge I've taken in is like, so rude. like how much I've taken in is like beyond what any normal person should ever have to hear of child abuse. But like, um, for some reason I can, I can do it, but like, um, a lot of people don't even want to know about it at all, you know, like, right. um, and that, again, that's, that's very satanic, right? Like, oh, it's going to be hard for me even to know exactly. this. So like, I'm going to just not know because yeah. And let a child like, but I, like, I just don't even want to know a child's being abused because it's hard for me oh, to hear about it. Like, man. that's the really a satanic, like absolutely oh, satanic thing to say. Dude. Right. Like my which, family, which a lot of people say, Oh dear. And I yell at them. And they're like, why do you want to think that? Like, there's people being tortured right now. And you you want to ignore that? Like, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And but they got their little life and they want to be happy and everybody's got their little bubble. Don't think that. Why why would they do that? They don't they wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, and everybody yeah. and that just keeps the you know, and the Satanists just smile. Okay. Even a lot of counselors, they don't want to, they don't want to know about it. And they don't want to hear about it. Like I've even just tried to teach like my coworkers, like I'll be like, Oh, look at this book. I'm reading. Like, I'll try to like tell them. And I I just test them a bit first. I'm not going to be like, Oh, you know, that one client, you don't don't, (laughs) give them black pills all of a sudden. (laughs) But like, I'll just try to even be like, Oh, like, what do you think of like dissociation or like multiple multiplicity or like, and they're like, Oh no, it's all you know like there's all these psychiatrists that don't even think it's real memory syndrome yeah which was all pedophiles right right that like especially jj freed's parents like jj freed's works really amazing do you know who she is no please so jj freed is spelt like f-r-e-y-d she is a phd psychologist i think and she um, was ritually abused and I can't, I didn't, I haven't read her book or anything, but um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure like through what faction and, but her parents were involved with it and she came forward and her parents were some of the people that started the false memory foundation. Like it was about right. against her because her parents were also psychiatrists and they're like, no, we'll just get our psychiatrist friends to make this thing against you. And she, JJ Freed really stood cult, her ground. Right? Were they yeah. cult? Right. Yeah. Okay. And JJ Freed really stood her ground. Like, I think she took her parents to court and everything. Awesome. And like, she got her PhD and she came public and suit, like she was wow. not going to like let them walk wow. over her. And so she's an amazing lady, but wow. her work. So basically her main body of work is based on betrayal trauma, which um, like betrayal trauma, number one, breaks your heart because right. you can't really be betrayed unless you trust and we're vulnerable and love and somebody in some way. it's the form of dante's inferno it's the lowest level of hell is betrayal yes and that's what all child abuse is right because your parents like you're dependent on them for life and if they abuse you take care of your kids they betrayed you um which is really the the main trauma that holds everything in place is the fact that it's your own parents that did it to you um and so when in jj's work she talks about um what's called betrayal blindness and betrayal blindness is a defense mechanism in the mind that depending on how bad you need the relationship with somebody, you'll actually become blind to the betrayal. And like, we all have done this by like dating somebody that we thought 
you know, just ignoring the red flags or whatever. Like we can, we've all been sure. through that, right. Mm-hmm. Where it's very psychological. Like you just can't see it at first. Your, your brain literally blocks all the red flags. Right. But you see them after and you're like, <laughs> right. But that's kind of how this works on a societal level with what's happening with the betrayal of the children. It's like this betrayal blindness is the adults are perpetrating that, right? right. They won't look at the truth. Right. And it's the child is born with the no, the knowledge of this person is here to protect me, you know. Which and is what causes splitting because right. it's so unfathomable that you're, because your parent is your God when you're little, basically. That's why circumcision. Absolutely. It's yeah. that the betrayal of that harm right. coming from your life support, that will cause the split because, because yes. the betrayal trauma and the blindness, you the baby can't leave and get new parents so it has to believe the parents are good so it has to repress either one or the other so it's going to repress the trauma so it can still love the parents yes and and the satanists know this like this is their number one thing they do and that's why they make their own people abuse their own kids right that's why they put their own people in those places to do the yeah so in order to have like I always thought of like uh, you, psychopathy isn't, you know, it's not a bloodline trait. It has to be programmed well, in. There's, I don't know about that. I maybe, maybe, maybe like, um, ge- but like some genetic psychopathy. Can't. Right, right. Yeah. I'm talking about like, um, like secondary psychopathy, as yeah, like, as Passio, the way Passio puts it, right. Um, like a primary psychopath, psychopath, like there is like a person that wasn't born with an arm, you know what I mean? It's like their brain is just built differently because of like yeah. a genetic not def- there. Never was. defect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's, it, but it's, the defect has grown and it gives itself like, like we've allowed it to fester and grow and then we gave it power and we're like okay we'll vote for it (laughs) and like you know it's it's really weird what's happening well you see that betrayal blindness even with like trump and biden right now so like you see how people actually go into a state of like denial when somebody's blatantly like contradicting so the cognitive dissonance is two contradicting things so in order to like relieve the psychic stress they have to repress one so like you can see this even with no matter what trump does he's always going to be tomorrow he's always going to like like and that's just a defense right right yeah like it doesn't matter like literally trump could come out and like like pee on the audience and like people would still be like oh well tomorrow he's like like they still wouldn't be like he just literally like took a leak on us like kind of like what r kelly does (laughs) kind of like r kelly right yes he's famous for that (laughs) that's a really good documentary because you can see how many people were in betrayal blindness and how many people like these stupid fans that were going out holding signs like he would never it's like how do you know but that right. happens in every family, right? Like somebody comes forward and says, you know, uncle so-and-so touched me. And everyone in the family is like, oh, no, he helped fix my car. He would never do that. Like, <laughs> it's, right? <They're laughs> like, right. Because they would know? never do that. 
why would he ever do that? I would never do that. So I can't imagine. Well, and like, what are you basing this on? Like, even like at the Boy Scouts, when they're like, oh, did you get a crim check? I'm like, that, that's like a false sense of security. Like, you'd like, do you know how many pedophiles go and try to be Boy Scout leaders? Like, just because they can pass a crim check oh, doesn't crim- mean they're a nice guy. Yeah. Background check. Like, that's a false. Right. It just means they haven't like, been caught tons, yet. Exactly. Like, tons <laughs> of them can pass. Like, that's no... that's the thing is like there's never a guarantee like you really can't really you know anybody anybody could be a pedophile like it's not um it's not a guy in a white van with tinted glasses like every time you know like it can be anyone so protect your kids (laughs) protect your kids man like everybody wants to put everything online and like share their whole world and shit no. It's really dangerous because a lot of these people, that's how they get in, even for home invasions, is they'll friend your kid. Yeah. And, they and know then when you're get home his and... pictures. Right. And see what's in the background. And... Right. Gross. Um, I mean, yeah. kids shouldn't even have phones. I don't think that they should be connected like that. They, I mean, when they scares are, me. When they're paying the bills and they got a job, maybe then, but I mean, little kids in the grocery store are like they got a tv right there you know and they're just in the zone and they're fucking getting pushed in the carriage mom's doing stuff it's well and how many of these little like eight-year-olds are gonna like look up some porn on their phone at a sleepover like like of course that's what every time of course course. that's what they're gonna do every time it's not like you know like when we were kids where somebody like found a magazine and was like right. look like a lady in laundry like it's like right. no like these little kids are gonna see some like stuff that's gonna change their brain right. forever it's like, like no coming they, back from that they got like they got porn where dudes put their foot on a chick's face and they're just stepping on her while they do it i'm like what yeah. the fuck dude so like 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 when these kids are like and i think that's really intentional like that's why i wanted to kind of do a show about the pornography too because it's such a pivotal point of the of the global programming right now is the free pornography like that they pretend like oh just enter that you're 18 and you can access this website like you don't even have to enter that um you don't even yeah so like you think about these little kids having their brain rewired like when they have no sexual knowledge and they're going to see something really like intense like in 3d like um you know like when they're eight or nine years old like that's that's going to change their brain like and that um i think it was in kathy o'brien's second book i know a lot of people didn't read this one the access denied one is i don't think it's as famous as her first book but she really talks about um like some of george bush senior's plans um in the back and he really was talking about he said if he could um get three generations of people that had been sexually abused that he would rule the world like because he said it, it would take three generations and he would literally rule the world through the pedophilia right well, that's they've so had really... they've had a lot you know the bush himself was there for you know a generation is like 30 years you know in roundabouts so how long has bush been fucking this world like he was there when kennedy was shot he was there when 9-11 happened you know he was jerking off in a coffin with a fucking ribbon around his cock and you know like i think george bush senior has been running stuff for a long time like oh, i yeah. think everybody after him was Poppy not bush. was still answering to him i, I think until he's 
I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I know all these people that are dead right now, but it's uh well that dude I believe uh, it. he was like Skeletor. For, I mean he was yeah, he before looks... he went, he was really bad looking. Yeah. But I mean he deserves like I I'm sure if if there is a hell, he's like oh, yeah. he's writhing in it, you know. Because yeah. there's nobody that I can think of that's as evil as that too. I mean and, and it got, looks like he got away with everything. He didn't get held accountable for one exactly. thing in this life. Not a thing. Right. I mean, we'll look nothing. at Jimmy Savile. They didn't say nothing until a year after he was dead. They started talking about, oh, yeah, well, he raped corpses and he fucked kids. And, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, he's famous. Well, you see that blindness still, right? Like so much yeah. stuff has come out. Um with the royal family like with prince andrew and right. like that they saw the person jumping out of the palace that somebody caught on tape oh, that was like somebody debunk. escaping that, that oh, was, was that was debunked yeah 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 but still that that was a um that was we, we don't need to go back into that but there's <laughs> like there's a lot of real things that prince andrew is like he's guilty he's guilty yeah. You know, he did that interview. He's like, I don't sweat. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> like, dude, so guilty. And, and like, some people, that was a good enough answer for them. They're like, yeah, oh, well, because sweat, they're blind, so. like you're saying, right? denial. Right. And so just the other day, I guess, like England was like, they acknowledged that we have a, uh, a you know, Jufrey uh what's her name the the woman in the picture with him from the 90s or whatever uh, virginia virginia defray yeah yeah is that her name uh, well anyway i'm i'm sorry you you know better than i do. i know who you mean um yeah. yeah uh it's but uh she like she we have she has a case and she charged him and England was like, okay, we acknowledge it. And then the royal family's like, we're not going to give him up. And everybody's like, okay. <laughs> it's just. It really yeah. is like what Mark Passio said about like, like when he said he was going to go public and they were like, we could tell these people ourselves right. and they wouldn't believe us. Like, it's like, That's I see true. that on so many levels and like, especially with um, like the multiple personality and the program people and the black awakening and like all this yeah like this is this is the evil master plan like i when i first learned about this stuff like i just intuitively knew this is the most important thing that i need to study because i'm a real generalist yes. but like when i landed on this i was like no this is yes. the most important thing that i need to understand like this is the master evil secret plan that is right. not, none of this would be happening without dissociation without right. programming and without, without the, the trauma the will the right. trauma taking the will right the only way it's happening so like um but yeah people just can't believe it they don't want to believe it um you know right. now everybody's calling everybody a conspiracy theorist which is like really i'm usually it's really good about it because i've been called that for a long time like i'm pretty good at letting that roll off right. my back yeah, it's yeah. just starting to get on my nerves now because people are like using it so loosely like it's like anything i don't know about you're a conspiracy right. theorist like that right. makes me just want to like smack them yeah that's great. You should. You fucking get powerful in that moment. Be like, no, listen, this is fucking what it means and tell them why. Yeah. You know, that's what we're yes. doing. 
Like well, that's this, why they program in all this crazy stuff too, though, right? So like anybody that it's talks too about crazy. Like, even to counselors, right? right? Like they they do alien programming and they do, right. um, you know, like all this stuff that is going to sound like crazy. Right. Um, so even counselors are like, I mean, right. I work, I work with counselors and like, they're just like, oh yeah, that person's like, I'm like, no, they're not. Like <laughs> they you just give don't up know. On them. Like, right, yeah. right. right. That's sad. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of them are like, they're, they're actually everywhere. They're actually mm -hmm. everywhere. Like you, you go downtown and you see a lot of these schizophrenic people. They're not really like schizophrenia is really rare. Like they just overdiagnose right. it because they never will put a diagnosis of right. DID. Like, like they will, but like only if they really have to like Billy Milligan, like they, yeah. they had to eventually be like, it was undeniable like they couldn't really call it mm. something else even though they tried that one psychiatrist was giving him thorazine like right <laughs> as much as yeah. he could take right right you know have you um have you read or listened to jerry marzinski uh jerry marzinski worked as a psychologist a psychiatrist for the state and he worked in prisons and in mental hospitals and he spoke to schizophrenic people and he discovered that they are possessed that demons are sucking their energy oh was that the guy that like actually started documenting what all the voices were saying and they were like really similar yes like with like the same voices and people in different institutions right, and different people the same thing right oh, yeah 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 i'm glad you told me that name because i saw Jerry that Marzinski. and i wanted to look it up again and they and I are it's uh s-k-y with a y at the end of marzinski right that was really fascinating that research yeah i, I gotta read his book um it's like that it makes total sense complete and the these beings that can't have bodies, they want everything that we have in a body so they can inhabit this vessel, you know? They ride in on the soul of someone else that signed away their, their soul, you know, in a past life. And now every other life, a demon gets to ride in and be like, yeah, woo, <laughs> you know? Like, it's a... Uh, they want all the feelings they want all the emotions and the, the pain and the, like it's it's so like to be human they, it's yes. like they crave that and they hate yeah. us because we are human and they wish yeah. that we they could be in flesh and they're like fuck these guys and they just tear us apart you know it's yeah. it's a it's a war like yeah. and it's like I, you know, I was a uh, atheist for a long time and I was a Satanist, like Levain and shit. And uh, now I'm like, I'm, I'm way on the other end of the spectrum. And it's like, I've grown there. Like my heart has grown into this understanding. And it's like, you know, it's not like, um, like I think of religion as a way of controlling people, but this is different. This is like, it's uh -huh. like, it's an understanding of spirit and like, and the ownership of, of spirit, you know, and our bodies and like to recognize this reality, like it's, 
I mean, like, I understand that there are non-corporeal that are here with us at the same time. And that is evident. And we're like, we're kept by them, like as slaves until we break uh -huh. free with like waking up from their control. It's well, like, and it's all, it's all legal. That's the, like, <laughs> that's why I really like rest is Dar's teachings. Um, Cause I used to think Christians were crazy too, like, and uh, annoying. Right. And like, I hundred, like I grew up around it. I was like, right. I can't stand this stuff. Like right. until I really started to understand, like for me, I really had to um, like working in social work. Like I've, I've just seen human deprivation. Like every person that I work with as a victim, like was a victim of a human and like the stuff that humans do to each other, like even to their own kids or their like, Evil. I mean, I, I've worked in the field for a long time and I always think I've heard the worst of the worst, like child yeah. history. And then like, I get a client and I'm like, yeah, I couldn't even like imagine that. Like, I didn't even like, it, it's always lower than you can even imagine. Like right. there's, it just, it's like the human de degradation. Right. So like for me, I had to kind of understand like the, hu the human capacity for like just that, like pure evil right and then um, the infinite the infinite like spectrum of yeah. evil to good right like so i'm sorry yeah. to interrupt you. and then really kind of understanding um like the demonic aspect and like understanding kind of the nature of evil and like working in it and then um and then understanding the intelligence of evil was really um for me like where I started to really understand the interdimensional aspect of everything and the spiritual aspect of it. Um, and then coming upon Russ Dizdar's teachings, like for me, he was just the person that could really explain things in a way that I could understand because I had tried learning um, before and like, the, like these Christians would just say these terms that like didn't mean anything. And like, I was like, yeah, what does that actually mean? Like, you're just throwing yeah. that turn, turn around. Like, right. like, like you all know what it means, but like, you can't even explain it. Like I would get, I would just be so annoyed all the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't deal with this and like, but that's why Russ's teachings, I really recommend that people do his actual training courses because he actually shows like logically, like he doesn't just use right. all these like vague, like nominalizations right. of words that you attribute your own meaning to. Like he really goes through and like shows it in logical, like progression, like explains it philosophically, logically, like how it all works. Right. Um, which for me was like, okay, now this like makes sense. Like I can make sense of this, right. you know what I mean? And I can understand the legality of it because really what people I think need to understand is that we live in a legal universe, like, and whatever terms right. you want to put that in, you want Free to call will. like Satan is the, is the accuser. Like he's accusing you of legal, legally breaking right. laws. And like, God is the creator of law. So like, Right. we're in a legal universe and everything that happens is allowed or not allowed legally. So like you need to right. understand the game and you need to and understand it takes a lot. our free will and it, it takes our acceptance. That's why they have to show us ahead yes. of time. Right. We have to will it. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
um, and understanding how important free will is like, and then how that all ties to the ritual abuse when they're actually, in, they're actually bypassing the will before it can be in a self state. So like, yeah, that's the most uh, important factor, I think. Yeah. So like, how long is the universe going to allow that? I don't think yeah. very long. Like, I think yeah. they've gotten away with it for so far, but because it violates such a fundamental law of the creation of the universe, yes. like, I, I mean, it's not going to work out for that. Well, like, now you are, now you are speaking and it's, it is, <laughs> um, it is unfolding. You know what I mean? The, the universe is, has created you and you are a warrior you know, and you are, you're, you're helping to enlighten all of us because this is a rabbit hole that no one wants to look down. It is the uh, most it's, scary. It's dirty. I'll tell you, I've gone to the bottom of it and it's, you don't want to go down that well. It's like It's so scary. It is. Yeah. yeah. I've, like I've gone about knee deep and it's like, good Lord. And I, you know, and I'm still interested. I'm going to keep digging. Like I can't look away, you know? I have to well it's not for everybody though to be able to like like and that's why some people can be counselors because we can actually like witness stuff like and it does affect us but like we have we just have a way of like being able to keep it separate at a certain point like whereas a lot of other people will become so vicariously traumatized that they'll be like of no use if they if they read like all these like I wouldn't recommend for everybody to like you know, read every detailed account of satanic ritual abuse on a child because, like, you're not going to sleep at night, you know, but, like, but as long as you know to, about it. Right. Well, you were trying to understand structure and you're trying to, you know, you were, you were throwing your left brain at it and you were like, like, uh, so that's a defense. Like, you, it's not going to affect you like other people because you it are... does affect me though like i haven't been able to really like have my own family or you know like i've oh. had to basically be like okay like I, like i couldn't have my own children and be like playing with a little baby and then like going and reading these books like i have to like basically it's take tough. my maternal drive and put it into this and like it really is a maternal drive because like that's what drives me is like the fact that it's children being harmed and like even though i don't yeah. have my own children like there's like a mother bear in me that's like yes. no like Fix like that yeah you know what I mean it's and like I harness that and channel it into this because I because I can because even like a lot of people don't even have the time to read like as many books as me right like um you can't you can't if you have a family and you know so it's kind of what I've been tasked sort of to do but um I'm so glad you're here (laughs) I'm glad to be here like part of this for you and you like um, what you're doing and how you're like we're keeping everything anonymous pretty much we you know um, because we want to keep you safe and uh, well it's just a need to know basis too uh, like um, yeah the, yeah the public doesn't need to know need to know yeah like yeah a lot of people and, know who I am but it's it's um, at this time until I get my own kind of stuff going online which I want to do that's kind yeah. of why I'm doing the course and stuff because I really know that's what I need to do. And it's a challenge for me because I don't want to do it, right. <laughs> but I know I have to, um, right. cause I do have a lot of information that I've compiled that I think I could maybe explain in my own way for people. You are such a value so. to the world. I mean, it's, uh, you, I mean, 
all you got to do is be yourself and keep doing it. And it's, thank God you're here. (laughs) Thanks for for joining us here on on the show. Uh, Is is there anything that that you'd like to say? Uh, I mean, we've went over so much and I would love to have you back on the demonology and another time on pornography. And this is, I mean, yeah, those are both like a full show. I think both of those, yeah. but they're connected. But yeah, I think it's I think it's really relevant right now. Right. They would fit, and it connects to all of this because a lot of these, like a lot of the the industry, is all program multiples, right? So like, yes, um, like what you were saying about Attica Lucas, like where, you know, a lot of these people watch pornography and they're like, oh, like no, they they love it, you know, and it's like it's like no, this is a pro, like it's a program to alleviate right. your guilt to believe like the girl has to convince you that she loves it like and that's that's any girl that works in the industry whether it's like a stripper or even a waitress down at she gets more money right like she can convince you that she likes it that she really likes you right and like that's her job like even as a waitress like she's playing her game right Right, like it's and like you see these guys be like oh no she really does and i'm like no she doesn't like she's just good at her job like that's her job to make you think that she loves serving you like you know (laughs) (laughs) it's so i'm I'm sorry i'm laughing (laughs) oh it's preposterous so yeah women just love to be barmaids exactly right that's why i joined the army i'm like i'd rather shovel a trench all day than like i I can't do waitressing at all yeah like that's like the one job i could never do yeah i was i I was in the i was i was in the i was in the back of the house kitchen like i tried to be waitstaff once i couldn't do it i just I, I can't could. do it either. I can't do the like yeah, fake. I'm fake. I'm really um Ugh. I have a really hard time with like water cooler talk and the fake. Yeah. Like I can't fake flirts. Like I can't yeah. like, oh here's here's sweetie, here's your drink. <laughs> like I, like I That's seriously I'll go work on like a landscape crew or anything to not have to do that. Like, <laughs> I, can't. like I can't do it. Well, there's infinite possibilities and you can, <laughs> you know, what you you know, I'm so glad you're not in the military. Oh my God. You know. Yeah, we can talk about that sometime. I got I got a lot of good uh, military insights because I've I've done the train the mind control like and the medical mind control right. through the military as well. Like that could be me out there forcing vaxes on people right now. So it's a good thing yeah. I got out. But yeah, I was there. I was that person at one time. So good lord. I mean, I can relate. I was I've been through like I can't really relate, but I was, I went through the jail system and they had, uh, they had a boot camp to get out of jail early. And I know so, they have the work camps here, like in the forest. Too. Dude, it's like, they don't train you how to do guns and how to be whatever. They just PT all day. It's just yeah. torture. It's torture. Yeah. And like, you know, and the COs have fun and like I saw it happen. Like I saw this one CEO got in trouble for hitting people, you know, and uh, he was a <laughs> Marine and he thought it was, he's allowed to do that because whatever, <laughs> but you know, and so I can, I guess I can relate too, but I wasn't technically in the military. I was through other do institutions. 
do they have stay or pay in the states do they have what stay or pay <laughs> stay or pay <laughs> So they have in Canada now, like they have. Called, you can get out of jail thing. for money. No, you can go to jail for money. So like it's called. <laughs> wow. Like a debtor's prison. Like like a game show, like where the judge is like, do you pick stay or pay? So like if you have all these wow. fines, like traffic fines and stuff and like these guys will get like one like DUI or whatever. And then um, they lose their license and they can't go to work and like it's this downward spiral yeah, right yeah, like yeah. eventually they just get all these fines because then they'll drive without a license and they get fined for that and they can't pay so the fines so they right? just go to jail for two weeks they, yeah. and they pay off their fines right and it's so funny because wow. a lot of the guys they're like i'll take yeah. stay and like they get like a hundred bucks a day to go to jail and like for them it's like fun because they just go on the weekends and like, yeah. it's, like a break from their kids and wife like they're like yeah going to the pen like for the weekend like wow. like it's just so lame like right this is a tv um, show <laughs> no this is reality this is, this is reality. real this is so real wait, like so they're getting paid money yes it's to get money taken off of their fines yeah so they go so, to jail on the weekends and oh my and the God. judge literally after he finds you like he literally is like do you pick stay or pay like oh <laughs> my God. dude and they pick wow. a lot of them pick stay because they get paid like they can just go to jail on the weekends for like two months or whatever and like That's they just amazing. you know they make their little friendships and, and, the, and the government can say we need this much money because we got this many people in prison so they well, can... and it's just the power and control because it costs so much to have somebody in jail more than they're paying them so it's like yeah, yeah. so they get all that tax it's a money laundering scheme yes. that basically supports Jesus. their fish farms <laughs> oh my god with their human slavery right yeah Jesus. It's really <laughs> but i wow I, it was less, it's so funny how they literally call it stay or pay like i just oh I, every time i think god. about how funny that is like, it's like it's like good. it is like a game show <laughs> yeah yeah like which suitcase do you pick like Jesus. and people are like uh i think god. i'll stay like i think i'll stay wow. in jail <laughs> so like what's the point right like it's so funny it's so hypocritical yeah. like it's like wow. you're obviously not a danger to society it's costing society to put you in here that, but, but it's just, just about like that goes to show like what the socialism does it turns people into a commodity where they can where jail is like a money-making <laughs> thing and then the people going into yeah. jail or getting paid for going in there <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucked oh my god yeah if america oh, yeah, got a hold of that fucked. it'd be all over know. it'd be all yeah. over if america got Crazy. a hold of that shit <laughs> <laughs> wow stay or pay yeah, yeah. Wow. you can look that's, it up stay that's pay. great i'm gonna look that one up for sure <laughs> this has been yeah. very enlightening and yeah we should probably get off it's been like three hours yes God, I, you know, it could go on forever because this is infinite and I'm so like thankful and I'm, I'm just, I'm just so thankful and um, I'm very happy that you've been able to share this with me and with everybody listening and I look forward to the further, uh, because the further shows these will all go hand in hand with the, I've already done one. I've already got circumcision out of the way. So 
let's do it all connects it all connects it really is like the thread through all of the other problems like if you can understand this then everything else makes more sense but it's it's hard even where to begin because it's such a big topic it's so intricate um like there's the history there's the medical side there's the psychology side there's the spiritual side there's right like it's yeah there's definitely so much more but i think we kind of laid a bit of a groundwork yes this has been wonderful and um if we ever wanted to split her off into let's talk about the history or let's talk about yeah we'll pick more of a topic right like the current um like the the 5g and you know what's new like because i mean i'm sure there's new books coming out people getting free and because this new technology is uh it's already amazing as it is and to think that it it could be applied alongside this like if you understand that all of the evils of society are happening alongside this total mind control then we can get a full fuller grasp of how humanity is being held captive like it's it's more than just like pedophiles or you know whatever like you know the schools with the indigenous people in canada like it's not just some little topic like it's all encompassing when you understand the structure Uh and uh this is very uh, illustrative of the uh, infinite places to go with this rabbit hole of understanding and thank you so much for giving us the the keys of understanding what is really happening around us and i look forward to further uh further talks and i look forward to your future works and uh thank you so much okay thanks for having me that was fun we'll do it again Awesome. Thank everybody. Thank you for joining us and we will see you next time on Wake the Dead. Wake the Dead has its own line of fine art t-shirts. Fine art photographic prints you can wear. More designs are being added all the time. Available at storefrontier.com slash illusio. Here you will also find many classic designs like Gadsden's Sweet Leaf, Anarchy Pyramid, and Three Percenter Phoenix, made to engage people with constructive conversations. Help support Wake the Dead while buying creative art at the same time. Storefrontier.com slash Octoritas Illusio, spelled A-U-C. T-O-R-I-T-A-S-I-L-L-U-S-I-O. Thank you.